react if I had to Put some things in the past to And don't let them distract you But react if you have to I'll react if I had to Put some things in the past to And don't let them distract you But react if you have to React if you have to Don't know the time, boy What's up, everybody? Pondoff's Anonymous, episode 32. 32. 32. I always just repeat. Every I've noticed that. You always say, here's the number, and I go, 32. Like a dork. I like it. <laughs> no, 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 I like That's it. what I contribute to this show. I just uh, will repeat what you say. <laughs> it's a consistency. We, yes. uh That's our opener, you know? Some people got this grand fucking opening where it's like, you know, it's all romanticized and... I think yeah. we still use the same music we chose. Of um, course. From the original. Hey, Roseanne used the same music all those years. Friends uh, used exactly. the same music all those years. That's exactly. So we still got the opening music and the closing music. Yeah. You should, you know, the only way that we, sh- it, we should ever change it, Jeff, is if you wanted to uh, create a couple tunes. And, uh, oh, yeah. Thomas tune. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> it probably sound like John Mayer. <laughs> hey, John Mayer gets more ass in a toilet seat. <laughs> That's true. I I hated him, and then you just gotta respect you respect what he's accomplished. You know That's what right. I mean? It's like, Don't hate the fuck. player, hate the game. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, how you doing? I'm doing great. Um, it's weird. I've had, I was telling Britt, I'm like, man, this weekend's been awesome. And then this morning I woke up and I felt like out of nowhere, just like random anxiety. I'm like, Oh, why does this happen? And that's just how it goes. Right. Sometimes it's just there and you don't know why. Not the podcast, is it? Oh no, it's not the podcast. So we always joke that every time I have like three good days in a row, then one day is just going to suck. Sure. <laughs> but that's it today doesn't suck by any means. So you know what you did um i mean and you're here and you're you're not in your house it looks like right yeah video yeah i'm at the church today so it hasn't paralyzed you that's good news no 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 it's not bad at all actually it's one and that's the thing when you learn to recognize it then you can start to take steps to to chill you know chill out so that's what i I did (coughs) have you ever and and even by accident mixed Xanax with alcohol? I don't think so. Not maybe, to put you on the spot here. No, really I don't I really don't think so. Maybe maybe by accident. I've never had a um I take a low dose of Xanax anyway yeah. and I don't know if it's ever uh I don't think I've ever had any side effects from doing that at least. So yeah. I don't know, maybe I haven't done it. It um it can, uh, it takes your your drunken relaxedness to a whole new level. It's not safe at all. <laughs> it's so not I, good. Uh, yeah. <coughs> I think even throughout my fucking debauchery, um, I only r- mixed the two. 
I, I know for a fact through through the funeral services for my for my old man, um I was popping Xanax like fucking Tic Tacs and right. um had both, you know, suit coat inside pockets with flasks and a a bottle in my hand, one left hand so my right hand could shake people's hands. Um and it got yeah. me through it, but it uh, probably probably uh it's not advised, um not glorifying it, but Yeah. And then and and then maybe during the like when I would have a panic attack and I I took a Xanax, there was always alcohol in my system, but it wasn't I, I mean, the, the real problem is when people are, are hey, I'm going to go out to the bar. Oh, you got some Xanax? Let me have some. And yeah, then you you mix the two, and you don't give a fuck about the dose. And the next thing you know, you're in fucking la-la land, um, you know, butt naked in a cornfield getting fucked by a goat. So <laughs> not that. <laughs> not that that ever happened anyway. to you. No, no that, that, it's weird, right? This is like a weird thing to try to balance on this podcast because we're talking about uh, – addiction and we talk about anxiety and depression and sometimes the anxiety medication can you can become dependent on it and then it leads to other things right so oh yeah it's it's, no, it's a hard it, thing to balance it's a good point because the you know xanax benzos right yeah are are highly addictive and it's a whole you know just using not just using terminology that I come up with. There's like a whole fucking wing of rehabs that are strictly for 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 benzo addictions. It's so you go to rehab for for that. I know people that have had to do that, and it's and I've heard that they don't let. I've heard this, and I don't know how. And nothing's a hundred percent right, but I, I mean I've heard this from a medical professional that doctors can't. They can't prescribe themselves this shit, right. but I don't think they're even even other doctors prescribed them Xanax because it was getting abused or there. I don't know. There was there was a story. So it is. Yeah, you're right. It, it's uh, <coughs> definitely take as prescribed uh, medication. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing is I was also watching a documentary about people who are prescribed Xanax as their treatment where they take it every day and then it ends up blocking their body's ability to actually cope. Right. And so they're, they become right. more dependent and more dependent and then they literally lose their minds. It's, it's a sad thing. And so that's the other thing is like, I, I early on in this podcast, I'm like, get Xanax. If you need it, get Xanax. And now I'm starting to think, well, as long as you take it as needed, I think it's better. I don't know. I, I'm no doctor. I got, you know, I'm definitely yeah. <laughs> don't want to give false information, but um, it's a scary thing. But it's also as long as you regulate yourself well and can and, and you're capable of doing that, then it's like I think it's a good thing. No, it, you're you're right. It 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 helps you get through. Like I always associated Xanax before, even. In my early twenty, like college partying days and early twenties, never really, never really. I, I I had heard of Xanax. I didn't fuck with it. But when my grandfather died, I think I was twenty, and and he was he had a uh, a bad like form of colon cancer that just 
ate them up and I helped, um, I was super close with them and I helped, I would leave, I left, I would leave school and skip classes to go down and kind of help him at the Siteman Cancer Center in St. Louis. And, and we were super close, but when he died, <coughs> my grandma to get through that funeral, her doctor gave her Xanax and, um, like any good grandson, I'd say, Hey, let me take one of those this tough time. And it, it was, and I, um, would take them just to get through that time. So basically what I'm saying is I, I've all, I associated Xanax with, with getting through that, uh, the intensity of the, of a grief situation the, the first couple of weeks. But like you said, it, it does help you cope through that. So y- you were talking about, yeah, a little technical difficulty, but uh, as Xanax helping people cope and then becoming the coping mechanism, right? So yeah. when it turns that corner, it is like uh, we're supposed to feel shit, right? Um, and and grief can be so crippling. You you know, anytime I get a headache, I run to a. T- uh, I used to an ibuprofen bottle, but I've since stopped taking ibuprofen, and now because there was some head issues I was having that was giving me these headaches, and we think I've got that under control, and I could go in about. I can go on and on about my fucking ibuprofen abuse. Mm. But, you know, what I'm trying to get to is that I would quickly, I want a quick fix, man. I want a a headache, boom, pops some ibuprofen, it goes away. Yep. (coughs) I'm I'm grieving, and I want to pop a pill and it goes away. Like, it, and fucking maybe it's, you know, half laziness, I don't know, but. With, with the grief stuff, it's so for people that have gone through the the real fucking crippling, like life changing grief. I've heard this in grief groups, like are people that have experienced, for instance, the, the loss of a child, which is a unimaginable grief and one that I hope I never have to experience. God, fucking, mm. please, but. For for people that I know, and I'm thinking of one person in particular, she, you know, is, it's an everyday, everyday life with the grief that doesn't go away, and there's good and bad, um, but she's, she's transformed lives with, with sharing her grief journey and the, her child's loss has transformed and I would say has saved some lives. Um, mm. It's probably not a fucking secret who I'm talking about. Um, right. You know, Ollie's mom and I, you know, she, she's never, I mean, for, for, I mean, there are, and I don't want to talk too much about her, but without her one day she'll come on. She said she's, she will. I promise yeah, that'll be a yeah. fun podcast. Um, But, you're supposed to feel that, and it's a price of, of love, right? But we're, our body's supposed to feel these emotions. That's why we have them. And as much as this, it sucks, you got to feel the bad ones too. Um, and if you just go for the quick fix and pop Xanax every time you, you know, next thing you know, you're not taking Xanax for a, a, a fucking tragedy you just experienced. You're taking Xanax because, you know, the fucking blues lost a exhibition fucking game um, to Vegas the other night. And then that's right. a little, pro- you know, it becomes a problem. Like 
Now, if the Blues lose in, in the playoffs, that actually fucking count <laughs> next, starting next week. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm not advocating for you to go snort some fucking peaches, yeah, or some ladders, whatever the fuck the street terms are for them. Now, <laughs> man, Jeff, we jumped right into it today. I, we I, did. Yeah. I, I don't know what you were planning I, on talking about today, but there we went. <laughs> well, no, I appreciate it. I, um, I, I usually, you know, if speak if there's a format which we don't have because we don't. I, I, I've i learned this from guys I look up to that do podcasts and stuff. The the ones that uh, they, they, or do radio shows, that uh, I'm lazy but also anti-show prep because <laughs> <coughs> I want to be raw. And I, I don't know if I'm lazy. I'm busier than a fucking fuck right now. And right. I, I think I said that on the last one. But even when I wasn't, even when I, my life wasn't this crazy, um, Show prep sucks. Let's just fucking roll with it. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. But we've kind of gotten into a format the last couple weeks on these Saturday morning record sessions, at, which I enjoy, that we bullshit, uh, make some jokes, and and, and then we, like, in a second half, get into a, a topic. Yeah. So so that, so that it's it's cool that we went off the cuff because that was a, a, a important. And I'd like to, I you know, we always say this, but I, I have some people that, um, I'd like to get on and talk more from an expert side of the benzo shit. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. We need that's what we need. Yeah, and I know some some people that probably would be willing to come on and talk about their experience with their their benzo reliance, uh, their Xanax um, abuse, if you want to call it. And I think that would be a good perspective. Next Saturday, we actually do have a guest that's on the on the books, um, and I'm excited about about him. He's, uh, you know, barring any types of cancellation reschedule, which happens in this business quite often, as I'm, uh, <laughs> as, as, I'm learning. as I'm learning. But um, he has opened a he's a, uh, big time social. I don't know uh, his official titles, but I'm probably underselling him. Big time social worker and therapist, and has opened his own joint in Belleville, mm-hmm. Illinois, where um, they specialize in all kinds of. Uh, things that we talk about on this show and he's a and he's a very close old friend of mine so um awesome so so yeah he'll 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 be fun next week um and and then the guest that i've been teeing up a <coughs> uh, former athlete he's gonna come on i just uh he even said he has a radio show in town and he even said on the radio that he's like i owe you a podcast i'm you know, and then the the host yeah. of the or the other his co-host is like he owes me one too. So, uh, <laughs> so it, so I it, it's it's just uh, he's he's busy. It's um, it, it is what it is. You know, I don't expect somebody to drop everything they're doing to come on our fucking you know yeah. <laughs> our little our little pony show if you want to call it that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but it'll be fun because I think he's seen a lot uh, a lot you know yeah. from a. Uh, professional athlete standpoint so mm-hmm. so those are a couple guys lined up i have a i do have a grief counselor coming up uh oh, cool. and then and then you uh you book somebody for later in august that we're really yep. excited to have uh yeah somebody and uh let's just say that if you are a uh if you grew up in the late 90s <laughs> the early 2000s you know and you were in some like a preteen or a teen you'll you'll recognize this guy <laughs> from from a, a string of TV commercials, um, but yeah, this I don't want to. I never want to say people who they are. 
it'd probably help. But right. if it falls through, you never want to like, well, uh huh. Well, and I don't know how to, I, I don't know shit about promoting, um, uh, uh, this. So I don't know if we, sh- if like it's suspense is good or yeah. we should tell people and they put it on their calendar and most likely nobody gives a fuck anyway, because they're not listening to the shit show. So. Once it's recorded, <laughs> once it's recorded, then we'll <laughs> promote it. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah. I like Speaking that. Speaking of, we're uh, just going to s- stick to the script. Yeah. Speaking of doing some bullshitting. So last night, Brittany and I had Fridays, uh, which is uh, the, I think sometimes we've said the unofficial sponsor of this podcast, except for maybe we're their unofficial sponsor as much as we talk about them for free. <laughs> I, I was going to ask you at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So you, 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 you went right where I wanted to go because first yeah. off my, my ego and insight, my, uh, my ego's a little fucked up right now because <laughs> it, it, you, you name dropped me to some gal who didn't know who I was, and that really fucks oh. me up when it comes to Fridays. I'm going to call the owner. I'm going to have a fucking sit down with this gal. You know, sorry yeah. I'm not in there Monday through fucking Sunday open to close like I used to be, <laughs> laying on the fucking floor with the, with the fucking powder around my nose and a fucking whiskey bottle half up my ass, you know? Excuse me. Yeah, I called up. I said, hey, uh. I was told to to order a side of the wing sauce. Well, what kind of wing sauce? I said, I don't know. Chris Pondoff said to get it. And she's like, I don't know, our buffalo? And so I'm like, yeah. She just completely acted like she'd never heard of you. <laughs> that pisses me off. And People that told, know me that listen to this will understand. Yeah. Oh, I said, Brittany, or Brittany watched, my wife watched me text you that. She's like, why'd you send him that? I'm like, I don't know. Why didn't you tell me not to if you thought it was bad? <laughs> no it's all good i'm like that guy you know that oh tell them you know me and then they're like like who the fuck is that you know that's it's always a worse fear of mine and i never ever thought it would happen at fridays and it did last night and i'm fucking i i I, listen i lost sleep i'm mad i'm upset Uh. my ego's bruised my ego is so fucking bruised i'm gonna call tia i'm gonna call phil i'm gonna call cliff we're gonna have a fucking sit down i talked to the girl and who was making the food in the kitchen but i didn't mention your name i don't know who that was probably someone you know i would imagine that kitchen you do you want to do you want to know the things i've done in that fucking kitchen uh Uh, on and off hours (laughs) probably Probably should yeah yeah i don't um but their fried fish is great the wing sauce excellent so Uh, so I was going to ask, and I didn't hear from you, so I'm like, fuck, he didn't like the fish. No, it was great. Oh, for 2. Name dropped me. They didn't know me. I'm glad you liked it. I love the – so this is just me. I, I get the fish, and I, I get – I put a couple pieces and make a, a rye bread sandwich with uh, pickles and onions and tartar. The other two pieces I'll are, you know, it depends how many you get, and I'll dip in that hot wing sauce. I That's, like that hot wing sauce with – fried fish or something about it's good did you now did you uh ever make that hot wing sauce when you worked there or fucking invented it jeff did you i mean not really but it's uh <laughs> it's pretty simple it's pretty simple stuff i it it's a buttery hot wing sauce which uh you know is unless some, they fucked up the recipe is there some olive juice in there i thought i'd taste a hint of olive juice maybe um, not i there's not supposed to be, but you know, you never know. It depends how drunk the cook is. You know what I mean? 
she was super nice. I wish I would have said something because I bet you, and whoever it was, her husband was there too. So uh, I wish I would have gotten the name of the cook. Um, well, we'll we'll take you in there, and make you make a regular out of you. Yeah, I need to get in there. Um, it's uh, it's a great place. It's um, you know, pre recovery, right? When when you're a fallen down drunk, you blame everybody. So. So that oh the old Chris um you know blames Fridays for his alcoholism but the new Chris blames Chris for his alcoholism mm. the, you know the, the tavern didn't come pick me up and, and right drive me to the bar right yeah but um you know people may, we we kid around and and talk often about um you know it being a neighborhood tavern you know and uh, blue collar at best and. And, uh, you know, it's a, you know, a lot of people there just go there to get drunk. It, it's more than that. The food's good, but, but the people are, are, are good people. And, and that's an understatement. They've done as much as a small neighborhood tavern can do as far as charity and giving, um, you know, it's very fucking church ask, right? Like it used to be my church, um, still kind of is, uh, except for this one gal who doesn't fucking know me. He's probably started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> which you know i i thought that was i thought do you you know if you don't know chris Pondoff, get the fucking know him yeah are you you know that's part of the interview process apparently not anymore so i mean i got all kinds of phone calls to make after this podcast yeah. literally I, um, I, I sent him that text message he goes i'm gonna call up there and find out who's working <laughs> motherfuckers you really hit a nerve and and, uh. and you know, uh, everybody used to make fun of me. I think he thinks he owns that place. I don't think. I mean, as much fucking money as I put behind the bar. I, you know, <laughs> did your paycheck yeah. just like when you worked there? Did it just go right back into the place? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. If, <laughs> you have no idea. Like it was. It, it, I just say I endorse it, cash it, and just spend the money right there. And then they put the machines in the back. It was. Uh, it's a whole deal. But I, um, <laughs> I, I it, the as soon as I. When I stopped drinking, I was seriously concerned for the place. Um, <laughs> a true story, though they they used to order. A, um, my my brand of whiskey was VO, right? I've said it a couple times on this show, and that was one of. I I don't know if I've, I was probably the only one that really drank it, um, which is odd because it's the best whiskey ever uh, yeah. on the planet, ever distilled. Stick that up in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Seagram's makes it. It's not Seagram 7. Seagram 7 is dog shit. I'm telling you. (laughs) It's Seagram's. People would try to fucking do that. I I know exactly if they tried to give me 7. So it's just VO. They have a VO gold. Tom and I knocked those fuckers down like uh, like dominoes, baby. And, um, and, And that's what we drank. So when I stopped drinking, they're the the... Their um, distributor was like, "Hey, you guys are missing. You guys are missing that VO." They're like, no, <laughs> we don't. Order, we can't order it as much as we used to. He would like think that they missed something on their order and call him. And I, no, that fucking asshole got sober. <laughs> so we got to f- go recruit another drunk. Yeah. You know, that's what you said, that it's kind of like a church and the people are good there. In fact, like these microphones, if you're watching us on video, these Heil microphones, I mean, we got from mm-hmm. a connection at Fridays, you know? <laughs> look, at, look at Chris. Can you see me? Uh, I can see you. <laughs> they're fucking hot, aren't they? They're cool. 
They're not. They're definitely. Um, they're definitely uh, Cadillac. Uh, uh, Rolls Royce microphones for a uh, a uh, piece of shit car show that this is right. It's uh, yes, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting in my fucking basement. Look at this. And, yeah, and, and like uh, it's an unfinished basement. I got my my my. I call it my racement. I got my hockey shit. I got my my old man up on the wall, a napkin, and then I got this fucking like a buddy Holly. I call it style. <laughs> Uh, Richie Valens La Bamba microphone with yes. a big bopper here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Steve, shout out to uh, Steve. Steve. Yeah. Shout out to Steve and and um, he's a good guy and yeah, we all I mean, we talked about it before. We all lost uh, over, a little over a year ago and well, no, it wasn't. What the fuck's wrong with me? It was right before COVID. It seems like a fucking year yeah, right? no that, kidding, that we yeah. lost uh, the matriarch of Fridays and that um, she was the one who, uh, you know, we did a bicycle poker run. At, uh, have you heard of that? Uh, I told you about that, right? I don't know. All right. So have you heard of poker runs, oh, yeah, motorcycle yeah. poker runs? Mm-hmm. All right. So, so been on a few the, of those. Really the, the best man at my wedding, his father used to ride his bike to the taverns. I'm talking 30 years ago, 35 uh-huh. years ago. And and him and a couple of guys said, fuck it, we're, we, to be safe, we're not going to, you know, can't get on our motorcycles. We're going to ride our bicycles to these taverns <laughs> and do our own little poker run. Nice. And it stuck. And and every summer in, in Belleville, there's the bicycle poker run. Well, um, it's one of the funnest, I mean, the best Sundays of the year. And, and it, you, people get, wasted and destroy their knees and their elbows and each bar so there's seven or eight bars that participate and they have their own team and their own colored t-shirt and you'll see like herds of people if you just once once we get past this fucking pandemic well uh i'll introduce you and Brittany to the bicycle poker run it's a it's a great fucking time and um and thank you for taking my picture. God bless. Yeah. No, uh, I just wanted to take a picture of the setup here. That's all. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, but the bicycle poker run is, is and, and what happens is each bar, well, you know, a cut of the proceeds goes to a charity. Well, one year, um, the year after Ollie passed away, <coughs> it was Kathy who, uh, who I was just talking about the matriarch of Fridays. We lost a couple months ago, um, earlier this year. She, she decided to to dedicate the whole thing, uh, not just each. So each bar would donate their own proceeds to their own charity. She got every bar to chip in, and um, I don't know, raised over like five grand at, for for a Belleville shit show like the bicycle poker run. That's a pretty yeah, good that's call. Good. And yeah. it was just giving back, man. And um, I mean, you you should see some of these fucking people. So I would work the bicycle. I would always work at Fridays at Ten Bar and help. Uh, help out around the uh, tavern and each group that comes in later in the day i mean they're fucking bandaged up with duct tape and they come in they would always stop at fridays because they'd get pizzas to eat like it would be there you got to put something in your stomach if you're going to drink this much but right but by the end of the night i mean people are getting taxied home and a couple people end up in the back of a fucking police car uh, <laughs> a couple guys i know one of them's no longer with us it's a theme here he um 
we had to go bail him out. Like he left the tavern on his bicycle at 11. We had to bail him out of jail about one. And then he uh, got his bike back and finished the poker run. So, I mean, that, that shit happened all the time. So, yeah. Um, fun times, man, fun times. And, um, and I'm glad you guys got to enjoy, uh, a, a Friday night, Friday's fish plate. Um, yes. I, I miss it. And it's funny. And because when we, when the pandemic hit, it was right in the middle of Lent. So all the fish fries around town had to stop. And, uh, I think mm-hmm. it's St. Henry's. I think St. Henry's is the one that's our favorite. Um, it's over by Altoff. Yeah, 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 that's the one that's our favorite in town, <laughs> um, and so we had had that twice, and uh, then they shut it down. And you know, my wife's pregnant right now, so oh, she she yeah. has she craves food anyway. She's really craving it right now, <laughs> so she had to have her fried fish last night. Uh, I'm glad you said that, and and I'll before we get into what I wanted to kind of talk about today. Um. If you haven't had Swansea improvement, um, yes, you have. We have. Yep, I've had that okay. too. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good. Um, I, I've the the Knights of Columbus on O'Connell Road used to be pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. uh, depending, uh, it, it's hard for me to go back to that place because uh, it was at a fish fry at the Knights of Columbus that I um, I first laid the. Uh, my first pickup line to the uh, to to the, my ex um, fiance, who was at the time uh, bartending and waitress in the Knights of Columbus before she uh, jumped up to to Hollywood uh, uh, Gentlemen's Club. But um, <laughs> God bless her, and uh, I just you know I just try not to go in the fucking Knights of Columbus yeah. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Then anyway, anyway, to move on here, you, you, it's funny you talked about cravings and I woke up this morning, um, just kind of, you know, what, uh, what should we talk about today? I don't want to get too dark. Sometimes, sometimes we can get pretty dark here, um, for a good reason and really get down in the, uh, you know, the pit of your stomach and get fucking emotional and all that shit. So, um, I didn't really want to go there today. Um, so I was, I was just thinking about, and you know, people can make fun of me all they want, praying about what we should talk about today. And it hit me, um, that I wanted to talk about cravings. Um, Mm. and, 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 some things I've done to try to overcome them as far as alcohol and, and what it looks like. And, and then, and this is, I'm really going to get fucking my balls broken for this because I guess until you, until it happens to you, this, um, this Jesus life transformation fucking shit that I talk about, um, people, I still get, you know, these people still think you're full of shit. We've talked about that kind of when you say, it. we talked about the calling, like a calling, um, right, yeah. Um, and then it happens to him. I mean, I was one of those guys, like, eh, I don't, you know. But, like, getting signs and shit like that, and, and this isn't even of, of big importance, but after I decided, I wrote down, on, um, I went upstairs, and <coughs> Ash was like, what are you going to talk about today? I'm like, um, you know, cocaine and fucking hookers. What do you think I'm going to talk about? And then I was like, <laughs> actually... <laughs> actually 
actually, I'm going to talk about cravings. And then um, she goes, oh, okay. And then I, I opened up my, my phone app, my Bible app. And this is where I'm going to lose people. Um, fucking Christian, fucking blah, blah, blah. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. Um, that, <laughs> but come to church, and I'll hold your hand and say to our Father. Um, yeah. Literally, the verse of the day is uh, James one fourteen. It says, everyone is tempted by their own cravings. They are lured away and enticed by them. And I was like, fuck, man. That's awesome. That shit. I, I, and, and I don't care if people think I'm making it up. I'm not, motherfuckers. Yeah. I literally, 10 minutes before opening that app, was like, I want to talk about cravings at, at some point on the podcast today. And, and boom, it pops up. Uh, Jesus gives me a back rub with this sign right there. I get goosebumps. Bing, bang, boom. Let's talk about cravings. And I'm not talking about well, you know, I, I, it does, it does go into food. I, I, I was to say, I'm not talking about a, a 30 pack from White Castles that they actually call the Crave Case because that sounds pretty fucking good right now. But, <laughs> dude, I, I, I hope I opened the Bible app. You're right. It's right there. If you can see it, that's awesome. Yeah, man. See, I'm telling you, this shit's fucking real. Keep mocking me, motherfuckers, back home. Keep mocking me. (laughs) Humble your shit. Anyway, um, the the I I was having a conversation with a a guy this week that um, we're trying to help, and uh, he actually there's not much that we can do because this particular person's helping themselves, and uh, and that's so awesome to see, Mm -hmm. and. and and when somebody is right at the beginning, uh, and it's not just this guy. I, I have this conversation often with people. Um, when somebody gets to rehab uh, for name that addiction, it's all about. I mean, the the, the initial withdrawal and the, the the cravings for 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 that bottle, that needle, that line, whatever. It's so fucking strong, right? So they try to help you with medication, and, and they call it detox. But after you know, after you get leveled out, you know, what do you do about the cravings? And you have them. Um, and for, for me, uh, there was a uh, medication that I was prescribed inside, and then you, I stayed on it afterwards. It was called um, naltroxin. And uh, what it does is... This is what the the intention of the of the drug is to, and anybody that's been in my shoes, usually becomes quite the street pharmacist where we know what all these drugs are, naltroxone, vivitrol, suboxone. Um, these are all, and I'm not a doctor, I'm not a pharmacist, um, and I don't know as much as, um, well, as much as I pretend to probably, but. Um, there are people out there that can correct me if I say anything wrong on the pay- Facebook page, and we're always looking for um, for helpful information to share with our listeners and the people that are struggling. So if I say something that's a little off uh, off center, please uh, write the ship for us. But uh, in my experience, these like naltroxone's a two <coughs> a two pronged approach drug. It, it a um, will block the receptors if you try to get drunk. You're not really going to feel drunk. Um, the same thing with, uh, I believe, Vivitrol. 
which I've been told that naltroxone is a pill form of Vivitrol. And uh, Vivitrol is a shot you get in the ass once, like, every, I think it's once every four weeks. And with Vivitrol, if you go to use heroin, for instance, you're not going to not gonna get high. Um, you'd still fuck yourself up by using heroin, like, you know, medically. You could still kill yourself, but you're not you're not going to get high, right? I, I, and I, th- I think I'm, a- I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Um, <clears throat> what the naltroxone, the t- when I said two pronged approach, the other thing that it does, and I know this from experience, is that it blocks, it helps with your cravings. So think about, and people, this is not just a, an alcohol thing, and we've talked a lot about. Uh, you know, today about food and Jeff mentioned his wife, uh, who's pregnant and, um, we always kind of you know, say pregnant women have these cravings and make fun. <laughs> but, um, uh, and it's, uh, yes, I, I, I'm not a woman, so I, I wouldn't know, but I, I have heard that's a pretty accurate, uh, stereotype that pregnant yeah. women get crazy fucking cravings and God bless them for it. But it's like cigarettes you crave and there's, there's medication out there, I believe, uh, or you, you you hear them on the uh, commercials, the uh, patches, or whatever the fuck they are. <coughs> Although I think those actually give you, <coughs> excuse me, nicotine, but that help with cravings. And the naltrexin, so just my personal story, because that's what I can speak to, is I took naltrexin in rehab, and when I got out, I stayed on it for about six months. And the reason I got off of it, was because I was feeling very good and I got off of it under the supervision of my 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 doctor and I said I'm going to I'm going to stop the naltroxone and we'll let's see how it see what happens right and then I'll know I still have it and I have your number and um we'll go because what naltroxone and vivitrol what it blocks it it blocks the, the opioid receptors in your brain so if you if I was driving around and boom, got smashed by a fucking semi and they're airlifting me or taking me to a hospital and I'm in excruciating pain and they go to throw me some fucking morphine or whatever the painkiller, right? Ain't going to feel it. I'm going to feel the pain. It ain't going to, it's not going to, if I'm on naltroxone or if I'm on Vivitrol. So my mother was concerned about that. Um, you know, is this a pill you're going to take forever? Um, I didn't know. So at about six months out of rehab, I said, <coughs> let's give it a try. So I got off of it, and and my cravings haven't been from that day to now six and a half years um, almost. They they aren't that, that hard for me uh, personally uh, on craving alcohol. Now, I do crave a drink every once in a while. Uh, I've often said that. The drink I miss the most is the hot toddy. I think I've said it on this show. Um, yeah, I think so. When, when I'm sick and just want a hot glass of whiskey. I also crave the drink, the after work stress, bring the stress level down drink. I don't I don't miss the even, hey, it's Friday night, let's go out to happy hour. I miss, I can still do that. I can still do that after work and go meet, I, I you know, 
I miss that now because of COVID. Right. But I, I never, I don't miss that. I'm going to crave to go have a, get fucked up on a Friday night. I don't miss that. I miss the stress release drink, the stress reduced drink. Um, I, I, I miss the drink when I'm sick, uh, which are probably, which is funny because those are, if those are the drinks you miss the most, I wonder, you know, I mean, probably a healthier way to, to do the, the stress, <laughs> handling the stress of a work right. week or a work day that, <coughs> that goes to shit or, uh, I've been through some tough losses since I've been sober, so, um, a big drink for me was the funeral drink and the after funeral and just get fucked up and, and try to mask that. So I don't really miss that as much. But the point is the when I every once in a while I have that I'm not feeling good or I have that hard day at work and I think about a glass of whiskey, my mouth will water. So mm-hmm. I still crave it. But it, it it's a literally a, a one to three second craving. And I've been able to really just think about how one glass led to double-digit glasses, and the next day I felt so bad. I just it it, it just uh, it I couldn't stop. And I and I look at what I have now since I've stopped drinking, and that I mean literally one to three seconds, uh, my mouth dries up, and and it's all good. What I'm struggling with fucking now is craving. Goddamn ice cream, man! I should say sorry for saying goddamn. <laughs> See that that movie Major League? He's like, you can't say goddamn on the air. <laughs> he goes, he goes. Oh, who cares? Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> that that most that was that you that works that said here. That? Yeah, yeah. Euchre goes ah. Oh. He goes one goddamn hit. That's all he got. Is one goddamn hit. And the other guy goes, you can't say goddamn on the air. He goes, oh, who cares? Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect for this show <laughs> um but i i mean i'm telling you i i do good during the week it's the same thing though i, I i've been looking into this it's the same fucking dopamine right it's all mm. about dopamine and i want to have somebody on that can talk more intelligently than i can about dopamine but i want to talk to you to the people that i am sit at a tavern with right now and not try to outsmart them or say hey, i read here and I got a degree in this and then like, you know, have a fucking dick measuring contest. That's not the point. <laughs> I dopamine is what drives us to this shit. So it's the same thing with food. And, um, when you, it, and you, if you hear people all the time talk about sugar and sugar cravings, that's a real thing. You go on a sugar detox, you're going to get sick. Like people always said that keto deal, like you, the first thing you have like a keto flu because you get sick because it's sugar telling you, your brain's craving it. It's the same thing as fucking rehab, maybe on a, you know, going through the DTs, they call it, with alcohol or with heroin. Like, I, I've, and, and the thing about alcohol, if you don't do it under medical supervision, you can die. We've talked about that. It can be fatal. Yeah. Um, with heroin, you just get, I mean, it's the, uh, you, you, uh, seeing these guys go through this the heroin withdraw and how sick they get it's literally have you seen the movie outbreak where they got the, they, the people have the uh, the fucking motaba virus man and you, it's what it looks like these people mm. just are shaking and puking and fucking shitting and it's it's bad news going through that withdrawal um sugar does it too man and 
I've been struggling with the with the craving. I you know put the fucking weight back on. People make fun of me. Go fuck yourself. But still, I um, it, it, I've, I've noticed it, and it's the same cycle that I I had on a listen. I'm not bitching. I I'd, I'd rather have a little problem with the fucking ice cream and peanut butter than, you know, yeah, fucking shooting up, right? Right. <coughs> but, but it's got me thinking about what to do as far you know, uh, and whoever comes out with the pill that can can block you from wanting to eat bad shit and make <laughs> yeah. everybody skinny so, yeah, is, somebody is gonna find me that pill <laughs> they will right and, and the person that comes up with that will um dethrone bill gates or this uh, Am- bezos amazon motherfucker as oh, the yeah. richest man on the planet you know yep. what i mean <laughs> so maybe you and i should start getting to work on that um, yeah i need to find they find some you know laboratory and every, <laughs> Everybody used to say that you know doing doing a bunch of coke will make you lose weight. Well, I know a couple of us that that didn't work fucking for. <laughs> let, me tell, let me tell you that right now. Did you ever hear that Artie Lang joke about you know being a coke addict? He's like, "What are you putting that on cheeseburgers?" <laughs> yeah. What? Wait. Wait. Say that again. What do he say? The Artie Lang joke. Somebody said, "You're a coke addict. Look at you. You're fat." He's like, "They're like, what are you right. been putting that on cheeseburgers?" <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Exactly. Of course, he's a comedian have, uh, and can tell it better, but it's all good. Yeah, well, it's um, no, he's right. It's that's <laughs> God bless him, and that's that is. Uh, he's always been a guy that would be a, you know, I I'm not. There's a uh, so there's a one percent chance that, or uh, less than a one percent chance that we'll ever have um, Katie Holmes. On this podcast, too, <laughs> yeah, and, and I bring her up because we're we're just rounding we rounded the corner of season five and we started season six on our Dawson's Creek binge watch. Yes, but I would say there's maybe a two and a half to five percent. Five might be high. Two and a half to three percent chance that we could get Artie lying on. Yeah. Um, a because of the the nature of the podcast, but B there is a uh, like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Can, mm. um can uh, that that is still far fetched but um yeah. if Katie Holmes is uh is a 0.0001% Artie's at like a 2.5%. So that's not bad, right? No. Uh, and if anybody out there it, yeah, knows Katie Holmes, please hook us up. Yeah, god. I mean, I <laughs> Joey, I got to be careful. I got to be careful here because uh, Ashley does listen from time to time, and I don't want to get inappropriate. Um, <laughs> and and I don't say that very often. Like I don't want to get inappropriate, but when it comes to Katie Holmes, she has my heart, uh, my whole heart. And uh, I got it. all right, all right. Anyway, what were we talking about? Cravings, yeah. Cravings. So, um, s- seriously, the there's also a drug called Antabuse, and uh, it's a medication f- that. If it's the one that people have heard of, if you if you come with us within a sniff of alcohol, you're going to be violently puking. It. Um, I've heard people that can't take mouthwash that are on antibiotics because, and it works uh, because some people have to take it so they won't drink alcohol right. because they'll get so fucking violently sick, and um, 
that's a that's a pill to help with the I think it's more of a deterrent. Now I don't know medically if it if it stops cravings or not, but from right. from what I know about naltrexone, which is the pill form which you take daily, um, where Vivitrol is a shot uh, once a month, the same compound, and they a block cravings and they b um, won't let you get fucked up. They won't let you get that feeling that that dopamine. Um, you know that dopamine fucking nut, if you will. You won't get the. You know you're not gonna finish if you know what I mean. To, to. <laughs> yes. So, um, see, that wasn't inappropriate, but not talking about all. Katie Holmes is gonna be inappropriate. The and I and people struggle with cravings outside of addiction, right? We talked about mm-hmm. it with the food and sugar and. Um, and coming up with a game plan to uh, because that's what I'm literally telling myself right now like you beat alcohol you know you don't have to have this triple scoop from overweiss overweiss which mm. is good fucking shit we used to but get the milk. i you know <laughs> i'm trying to balance the live a little and you know i don't have to be this big fucking square um you know but but it it is a it is a battle and it's it's something to talk about because i think a lot of people will resonate with you know whether it's a, their alcoholism that they haven't pinpointed yet or they know someone with a drug addiction that craves it um or or people in general with with food i think that's a you know it's a big deal so yeah. um if anybody out there's listening has uh tips wants to come on or, or shoot us an email man it's um i think it's a good conversation and i just want to kick start it i i wanted to kick the tires on it for sure because i don't have all the answers i'm looking for help um uh, always looking for tools in my toolbox to uh to use to to be healthier um and and i'm not looking for a magic pill <coughs> i i'm not going to go to the gym and um <coughs> Excuse me, man. I got this. Call. It's not COVID. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I feel oh, I have yeah. to say that's just instinct now to say that, right? Yeah. Uh, every time I cough or sneeze, it's not COVID. Um, but you know, I, I'm just not a gym guy. Um, played hockey my whole life and, and was an athlete. Um, if, and you know, that was my gym, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I'm not gonna go to a gym and fucking look at myself in the mirror and uh, and put oil on my body to try to look like Lex Luger and, and <laughs> pump some iron. It's just not my not my style. But bless your heart yeah. if that's what you guys want to do. But I'm not looking for somebody saying, "Hey, fat fuck, this is how you get past your cravings. Go to the gym, eat some more salads." Like <laughs> I'm talking about the 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 connection here with recovery and addiction and and the dopamine and and if and for those people that are getting out of rehab and that are struggling with 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 cravings now they go to a meeting every time they have a craving what are the tools that that are out there other than um just being on naltrexone for an experience uh, extended period of time or being on vivitrol for god knows how long or suboxone or methadone there's all kinds of things that, that they help you with in rehab and and what's the best way to 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 fight your cravings to to quiet them down um 
and in the back when you re-enter the the real world and the in real life and the day-to-day um operation that is uh recovery so so yeah man if uh if anybody's out there that is listening and has some tips please you know, let us know shoot please interact on the facebook page or on instagram i i know that's um uh, personally my my social media game isn't great i try to keep up with it the best i can on on facebook jeff has since quit facebook and um he hasn't smiled he hasn't his life hasn't been better from what it's I'm true it's so good <laughs> but the instagram game i try to keep up with i'm not so great at it um um I, I I have a lot of videos on TikTok, uh, but but President Trump I think is shut down TikTok. So <laughs> all those videos you have of your dancing around in <laughs> uh, in my uh, in my undie pants. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta um, see that. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, we'll we'll up that game maybe. Uh, Jeff, you're pretty good at Instagram now that you're off Facebook. Um, yeah, I'm all over but Instagram. But, yeah, sh- sh- shoot us. Um, there's a messenger on Instagram, right? Shoot, shoot Jeff or I yeah. a, a note. If you want to come on, we'd love to have you on. Um, you know, I, I bet I could bring Nick on. Uh, he's probably knows this shit inside and out about dopamine. He's a, he, you know, he used to pump some fucking iron. There was a time where he got real swole. And, he looks like know, a we, the guy who would. We, you know, we make fun of him, tell him he probably got a little fucking nuts. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna text him that uh, that I fucking chirped his ass at the end of this episode. But, uh, yeah, that makes it have to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, right, right. Just um, yeah. So let's let's continue this conversation and and talk about dope. Uh, it's a big deal. Dopamine is what drives us. It's our I always remember, and and this this guy's a fucking DA ATF agent now, or one of them, the other. When we were kids, and I first um, fucked around with ecstasy in high school, he said he was so he was a big, big anti-drugger, right? These guys, hey, hey, you know, fucking born a cop, you know. <laughs> and he said, you know what that does to your serotonin and your your dopamine? It 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 takes it to some all-time highs that you'll never. It's not supposed to go that fucking high, and when it does, uh, there's one way to come, and it's it's down hard, crashing hard. He told me that in high school because he was pissed off at me when he found out I did XC the first time. <sighs> and I still, 36, uh, 36 years old, going on about 72, I still fucking remember that. And um, and the fucking prick was right, man. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll never tell him that, but, um, <laughs> you know, he, he was right, and... And it's a daily struggle, man, for people that people that are are battling. Um, yeah. Yeah, they equate the dopamine and serotonin with happiness, and um, and there's other sources out there too that that you can get that from. I I, I get it now in, in healthy places, um, and and if 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 I got to eat a little ice cream and peanut butter to uh, to keep me on the right path, I, I I think I'll live. But yeah, um, and I would highly advise if people are having uh, are cravings for name that drug that you know try it that way. You know, maybe maybe they probably you know kill to wish their craving was for uh, uh, a, a cheeseburger without cocaine on it and uh, <laughs> a. Um, <laughs> a double scoop from white white cottage but yes 
but anyway, I, I yeah, man, this is uh, this was fun doing this today, and and I always I always enjoy our uh, doing this, uh, and um, we'll keep it up. I think this month should be exciting if uh, if we can get this athlete to to come on uh, that or if we can just lock him down on a date, that'll be, that'll, I'm really excited for that episode. I'm really excited for next week's. Yep. Um, and, and this, and the, and the guy you lassoed or lassoed in, that's going to mm-hmm. be fun too. So, um, fun month coming ahead guys. Keep listening. Um, if, if, and, 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 and share, share the, share the story, share the, share the podcast if you can, because I, I can't tell you this enough that, as much as I love to hear the sound of my voice and as, as, as much as I like to have a little uh, cyber fuck session here with Jeff because he's <laughs> hot. Hey, baby. Um, it, we, we do this and invest the time in it because there's people's lives that are being affected. Um, yeah. And, and it's not that we're, we're, these, we're these, we've said this a million times, it's not that we're these, uh, hey, look at me, we're saving lives, but it it's, it, somebody hears one thing at, at the right time and I think that's a God thing it, it, it could spark something in someone's brain to change their life and that's happened that has happened and it's actually happening so so you never know what's going to happen if you share the hey there's this podcast that um, says fuck a lot but talks also about trying to trying to make better uh, decisions or, or regarding uh alcoholism and, and some they touch on mental health stuff you would you have no idea the power of that so mm. don't do it for us do it for the people out there that are struggling that you may not even know um or the people that you know that you don't even know are struggling and uh i promise you there's somebody in your life that fits in the ladder and uh we know how to hide it well and um you know don't uh don't overlook that so we'll see you guys next week jeff thanks again and yes uh, sir and as always boys and girls let us pray amen if you're struggling or know someone that is please please have them check out our podcast and reach out to chris or me we want to listen and we're super eager to help Pondoff's Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondoffsanonymous.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm.